goes into Japan's suicide forest to find her twin sister and confronts supernatural terror. This week on That's Terrible, Jeff, we're going to talk about The Forest, uh, the 2016 horror 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 movie. Yeah, it's a horror movie. Um, (laughs) Starring Natalie Dormer of Game of Thrones fame. Yes. Um, And the only reason I bring that up is because anytime you have some relative relatively unknown actor or actress who comes from a hit TV show, uh, which they eventually, you know, all just start doing their own movies. Um, they're usually bad. Like they just get shoehorned into kind of whatever. And this feels a lot like that to me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I was expecting a little bit more from the movie, but that's okay. It's all right. Well, so what did you like going into this movie? What did you, what were you expecting? And what was that in line with what you got? More like background shit happening. Not like, not like a storyline that's happening in the background, more of like stuff that they don't emphasize. Like the camera doesn't emphasize on it, but you definitely see it. Yeah. I like think creepy I, shit I think is I, happening. Yeah, like 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 uh the house on haunted hill type of shit, you know. Little little bit of it follows in there, huh? No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, no, like like that kind of stuff going on, and then, you know, when like they tried to do the jump scares in there, it just kind of fell flat. Oh like the, god, the jump scares. There's one that got me, but. All the other ones just weren't, they weren't good. Like they weren't good jump scares and anything that they emphasized on that was trying to be terrifying or scary. It just wasn't like it just, it just (laughs) fell flat in that department. So, I mean, this is, this is the thing about. uh, Like big Hollywood horror movies. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the jumps it, everything in this movie is just the cheapest jump scares you can possibly think of it's all just like oh yeah. here's a quiet moment and then bam musical stinger something jumped out <laughs> real quick and then she wakes up and it was all a dream like every single well, not not every single but the horror aspects of this movie are are that they're just cheap jump scares, and that was really disappointing. Yeah, the only one that got me when she was looking through the viewfinder or the the fuck viewmaster. Yeah, and the fucking dad came up. That one got me, but all the other ones were just like, okay, that I could have done without that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like not to say that they didn't like make me like startle me or or you know catch me off guard or anything, but they were just like. You know, you know, you're, you know, they're coming. You just don't know exactly when. And it's, it's amazing to me that they can be so predictable and also that they can just keep trying to shovel them in there repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and another thing I wanted was better makeup effects. I feel like everybody just looked like a different version of the scarecrow from Batman, like Arkham Asylum fucking Batman. (laughs) <laughs> like and it wasn't scary like it was, it was just like oh okay like i wanted some fucking you know some good makeup on there but i didn't get that either 
<laughs> yeah, like there's a lot to be desired with this movie, unfortunately. Um, so let's let's just run down real quick. Uh, we have okay. we have this opening that is just everything thrown together. Like the editing was so bad in this, where we see our our main character Sarah um riding in a taxi and we hear this voiceover of her like oh i gotta go find my sister you know blah blah blah. she's in japan and it's just this voiceover of like past conversations and it's cut together in a way where it sounds like there's multiple different conversations going on and <laughs> you know okay sure it sets up the story fine but <laughs> yeah not, not um yeah no not something i enjoyed uh so she yeah. gets to she gets to Japan She's and she walks. I love, actually love the part where she walks into the classroom um, because obviously these kids know her sister as, as a twin sister looks identical and they all start freaking out because you yeah. know, she went, she went to the suicide forest. She's supposed to be dead. Uh, so obviously this must be a ghost. Um, so that's when she yeah. you know learns, learns more about the forest. Yada, yada, yada. You're not allowed to go in there. Don't go in alone. Then she happens to meet this dude at a bar who's like, hey, I'm a journalist and I got the okay to go in. <laughs> I'll see if they'll let me take you with me. <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, to me, the whole movie kind of had that like remake of the grudge type of dialogue going on where an American, you know, is in Japan. It's just like the the same words are repeated from the grudge to this movie. And it's, they is a complete rip off of that movie. In my opinion, like, it just had yeah. that same type of feel. Like it just, it wasn't comfortable. And the whole time I'm just like, God, they make America look so dumb. <laughs> they really, truly do. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. The dialogue was real bad. I thought the acting was real bad. Um, it, you know, you kind of, can expect what the rest of the story is they go into the forest um they it becomes night their guides like hey i'm leaving we don't stay here overnight she being the stubborn sister finder that she is she decides to stay the dude wanting some action he stays <laughs> uh, you know come to find out he was lying the whole time there's some actually kind of decent stuff that happens and let's just go ahead and say the the plot twist right here uh, at the end of it, her sister gets out and she doesn't, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. I thought it was different. I I think that kind of savaged them or salvaged the movie a little bit. I yeah, I mean, I like I'm of two minds about it. Like, sure that that was not what I was expecting. Obviously, anytime you have twins in a movie, something is going to happen. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, something to do with the twins. Um, in a way that, you know, is like a bait and switch or something like that. So this was a different take on that. But you don't through the entire movie. Sarah says, hey. My sister, Jess, she's alive. I have this twin thing where there's like this noise, let's say, in my head. And when she almost died when we were young, it went silent for a moment. And it's not silent now. That's how I know she's alive. And I'm sure, whatever. The twins say they have these things, whatever. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but you never, ever, ever, well, not until like very close to the end, you don't see Jess. You don't know that Jess is alive. 
it, the whole time you're like, yeah, of course you're saying that, but dude, she dead. She's been out here for five days. I know you found her tent and everything, but she, she ain't alive. Well, it turns out she is. She <laughs> somehow. Some, somehow just wanders into a search party. That's looking at night. Um, even though they're not supposed to do that. And, <laughs> uh, Sarah, the original is, um, stuck and she accidentally kills herself <laughs> so yeah through hallucination hallucination yeah so i'll just say right now that was actually the the cool thing that they did um you know the the whole story is that the forest makes you want to kill yourself um it does tricks to your minds if you see something bad it's not real it's just your brain it like and that's how it tricks you into killing yourself. And that's what it does. She thinks she's getting grabbed. She tries to like use a knife to pry the hand off the hand of her father. And yep. she ends up slicing her wrist all to hell. And that's what kills her. <laughs> I thought it was pretty uh, good. <laughs> I was uh, taken yeah. back for a second. Yeah, that was good. The fact that they didn't do more with that concept throughout the entire movie was really fucking disappointing to me. I mean, she almost slit her wrist before when she had maggots all in her cut. Yeah, so there were there were a few moments. There was the one that killed herself. There was the maggots. There was her freaking out on the dude because she thought he killed her sister. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. She ends him, right? Like, he died, right? Yeah, yeah. He tried to get the knife from her and ended up falling on the blade, and she killed him. Because she thought, <laughs> yeah, because she thought Jess was in this closet, which was, I mean, it was convincing. I thought it was too, because there was whispering, there was a note being passed back and forth, and she, you know, she could obviously tell that that was Jess's handwriting. And so I thought that was, I thought it was real for a second, because I never. Did you get a conclusion on this fucking guy on how he knew Jess? <laughs> I don't think he did. You think like the f- picture on his phone and everything of Jess was just the force fucking with her? Yeah, that was her hallucinating. That's that's why he was like, you know, what the f- like actually what the fuck are you talking? Like that was the best acting in the entire movie was in when he was defending himself. Um. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's just so many like little hints. Like he had that fucking power bar wrapper in the cabin that she saw on the floor. There's just like certain things that made well, you want to believe it wasn't a hallucination. Well, that's the thing. It like it set up like they explicitly say, hey, if you see something bad, it's not real. They say that. And so you're left questioning everything and you're given so many things that aren't real that you can reason that aren't real. It left me just thinking true. that like none of that shit was real. You know, Oh, I'm gullible. I thought <laughs> I thought he was bad. I'm like, fucking kill him. <laughs> but like, I wish I wish they would have given some some other reason to believe that. Like there was there was the voicemail, right? The voicemail that you could that was there to lead you to believe that, like, hey, this is this dude's voice talking to Jess. Yeah. Come to find out it was just another random white dude who was there when she got out and was her boyfriend or whatever. So like it even it it undercut that completely or or maybe the whole point was that I, I don't know if it wants to convince you that he's a bad guy I feel like they did a bad job of that oh I mean I I, I kind of thought it just from like the little hints that they did but they didn't yeah like they didn't really really try to convince you right 
Uh, and so like, that's, I wish they had just played more into that throughout the entire movie. Like you, you've set up this thing, this real world location that, you know, admittedly it does not actually, uh, like, I don't want to say it doesn't actually have the, the supernatural aspect because, you know, depending on what you believe, but it is not even, it's not purported to have any supernatural aspect like that. Um, the real world suicide forest, um, Akigahara, it's just uh, like a place where people go to kill themselves and for whatever reason. And in like Japanese lore, there are the, the Yuri, the ghosts that actually, you know, supposedly live there, but there's nothing as far as I know, as far as I can tell that actually in the real world is supposed to be compelling people to kill themselves. And that was that was just another weird thing about this movie is like the first thing they tell you about the forest is like hey people go there to kill themselves and then you're told the forest makes you kill yourself like yeah what what <laughs> you know it's not like yeah, you're just but... like wandering into a happy time forest and then it's making you kill yourself like no you're going there with the intention to kill yourself and it just helps you i guess i don't know <laughs> yeah if you had any doubt i mean he did say like anybody that brings a tent is you know 50 50 so maybe, yeah you know the the ghost just kind of pushy that way don't really rethink this all the way um yeah so uh, that was that was just a little weird to me i i feel like they should have just chose one path like, hey, people go there to kill themselves, and then actually, oh, it turns out people are actually freaking out and and having these experiences. That that would have been like a nice turn. Or yeah, okay. don't go into the forest; it makes you kill yourself. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but I don't know, like, because they have that world set up, and because you know this is a somewhat fresh idea. You know, it's like the Blair Witch, but you know, a little different. Um, yeah, I feel like they should have just done more with her freaking out. And there's, you know, in Japan, as, as in a lot of cultures that aren't America, there's this big responsibility of the children to take care of their parents when they're older, you know, like you don't ship them off to a nursing home. You, you take care of them and all that shit. Right. Yes. And you have this story about Sarah and she's talking about her grandmother or, or no, it's a flashback between Jess and Sarah and they're talking about their grandmother and, and Jess feels like she's abandoning her. Right. Yeah. If this forest is supposed to like play into your brain and, you know, tap into the things you're afraid of and, and all these other things. I feel like that should have come back up, you know, like a vision of the grandmother, like you left me and all this other stuff, like that sort of stuff should have played into this movie, but it just, it really didn't. The only thing you get is like, her her parents and she you know she has nothing to regret there necessarily like she she didn't cause her parents to die oh the only regret was that jess saw the whole thing and she didn't but that's like to to me i think you're right like the grandma thing is way worse like you'd feel way more guilt with the grandma thing than you would your sister like seeing your parents death yeah (laughs) at least i would think so yeah, no, that was definitely a missed opportunity. <laughs> Just some of that stuff. Um, but <laughs> I, I so also <laughs> not to rag on it too much. Um, 
at the at the end of the movie when Jess makes it out and you flash back over to Sarah and she's dying. She's died. And <laughs> Jess's boyfriend's like, well, she kind of stops cold in the tracks and Jess's boyfriend's like, what, what is it? And she's, she's like nothing, you know, like the sound is gone, but yeah. <laughs> how does she, how does she know what that means? Um, Cause it was Sarah who said when her sister almost died, the sound went silent. Did Sarah also almost die and Jess now knows what the sound going silent means? Like that. How does she know what it sounds like, you know, or what it doesn't say? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, that does make sense. I don't know. I don't like the whole twin telepathy thing. Like, <laughs> I, yeah, it just is it's not really, something that it, it just has this. Not that I'm not, not that I'm going to say that it's not real and that twins out there listening can't whatever you know talk or feel each other or whatever but it just has this big fake sticker on it and i hate it when they put it in movies because more times than not it didn't have to be there (laughs) right like this movie would have been i dare say better if it was just like hey i'm looking for my regular sister and then the movie ends without her knowing that her sister has died or, or they find her body later or whatever yeah, or if you're going to do the whole twin telepathy thing, like take it up a notch. You know, like if if she cut her wrist, like show on Jess's arms that there's fucking scars from where she cut her wrist and like play into it a ton. If it's going right. to be something, you just go over the fucking top with it. Any scars that she has, I have and blah, blah, blah. Like yeah, go over take, the fucking top to, with it. <laughs> yeah, take it to that supernatural level. Like, yeah, if you're, you're gonna you're do it, there. yeah, some sound that we didn't even hear play once in the entire movie is super unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, like I don't think this is one of those. I, I could be wrong. Now I did not like look too far into this, but you know, um, Baby Driver, a very much not horror movie that I recommended to you a lot. Um, yeah. In that movie, there is a lot of a subtle screech because the main character has tinnitus. And he's got a ringing yeah. in his ear. And throughout that movie, you can hear that if you actually are like, you know, paying attention to it. Um, I don't think this movie is at the level where it did something like that, even in the slightest. And yeah, no, no not, you know, not. not a not a negative necessarily, because, you know, you, I, I don't really want to expect that sort of thing. But it's one of those things where it's something that's given to us and we just have to, like, take it at its word and it's it's kind of it has an end point you know that that connection has an end point and we don't get to actually experience any of it um with the exception of like her reaction you know yeah and speaking of the ending i fucking hate when they do that shit (laughs) when they close up on whatever the monster the ghost blah blah and it comes at the screen like it's supposed to terrify everybody they've done it so many fucking times nobody's scared of that anymore (laughs) <laughs> like specifically when it happens right as the credits roll like uh it's it's just cringy man just don't do it don't do that shit anymore i think it kind of reminded me of uh fuck haunting in connecticut because at yeah, the end of that I, movie there was just the silhouette of the boy uh who was actually haunting the house 
I can't remember the whole movie, but I just remember the silhouette of the kid. Oh no, it even wasn't a silhouette, it was a fucking shadow in the back of a car. But yeah. it wasn't he wasn't jumping at you, he wasn't trying to be terrifying, like he was just there. And I think if they would have cut five seconds off of the end, it would have been perfect to where you could just see the outline of Sarah and you're like, oh fuck, she's in the forest. <laughs> right. And then end credits. <laughs> it would have been good. Beautiful. Love it. But fucking you had to do that. <laughs> had to do the thing. You had to <laughs> the the most offensive of horror tropes ever. Yeah, God, it's awful. Anyways. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, we like I was ho- like I knew this wasn't the case, right? I I'd heard about this movie and that it wasn't great. And yeah. I'm like, "Oh, well, you know, maybe I'll find something good in it." And there there are a few things, but it could have been so much better. Like this idea could have it could have been a really good psychological horror thing that doesn't prey on any sort of like mental illness or whatever. It's just the, Hey, the forest is fucked up. It's fucking with you and it's doing it in cool ways. And it kind of didn't do. (laughs) Did you want it to take you down like a bunch of fucking rabbit holes of shit? That's not real. And at the end of it, she was just sleeping in the tent. (laughs) Well, like not even that, like kind of, but Give me, give me this element of some real stuff and just have her like slowly losing her mind. Right. This movie would have been better if it was about the sister and her time in the forest. Right. Like true. Just have it start out with some real stuff, slowly lose that thread and introduce the, the hallucination stuff and then just go full tilt at the end. Like that sort of thing, or just give you more, give you more reason to question what's real and what's not. Yeah, I think they could have done it with little detail, too. Like, one thing I thought of that would have been cool in the movie is, let's say Sarah, like, drops something on the floor and she goes down to pick it up, comes back up, and it's fucking night. Like, immediately. You know, like, just little stuff like that that you're like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Just, oh, man. I'm sad. (laughs) They missed a lot in this one. (laughs) Is there a Japanese original of this movie? Because it's probably a million times better. (laughs) No. <laughs> so um like like on that subject, actually another thing I would have liked is there is <laughs> there's a sign in Japan in the real world outside this forest that says like hey, uh seek help for suicidal thoughts and that sort of stuff. Um mm. I thought that would have been like a nice little touch, but um since like yeah. 1970, I think it was, uh they have been doing yearly sweeps of the forest to, you know, get bodies and and do all this stuff. Um, this has been like a thing in Japan for a long time. And I want to say sometime within the past, like 10 years, maybe, yeah, maybe a little after uh, the new millennium, uh, the Japanese government stopped publishing how many bodies they found because they really wanted to kind of stop drawing attention to it. Mm, you know, yeah. they wanted to like make it people kind of forget about it or something. Um, so the, the whole point of me saying this is I think that Japan doesn't want to do that, um, which is why we did not get a badass Japanese horror movie out of this. That's true. <laughs> Draw more attention to it. Yeah. I, I just, mean, the acting was bad. The, the story was a missed opportunity. I don't, I don't know what else yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ending was cool. Some of the, uh, cgi that they did like for um jess when she's in the tent as a little girl 
and she goes all wonky face, makes it all long. That was kind of cool. Yeah, then, there, yeah, there was some neat stuff. You could tell there was a budget behind that stuff. Yeah, I mean, as far as the and then uh, when Sarah's sorry, I thought when Sarah's fucking running through the forest and all those ghosts are around her, or whatever. That was kind of cool, but. This movie sounds cooler than it actually is. If you explain it to someone who's never seen it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, like it makes like you want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. The concept is cool. Like it should have been so much better. And no, it it's, also, it's terrifying. Like, it's it a terrifying. Real, it was also real dark. Like visually just <laughs> could not yeah. see a lot of the stuff. Yeah. No, I had the light on and it was kind of hard. I was like, I don't know if that was a ghost or not. Definitely wasn't, right. but <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's it just for me, it ends up being another one of those. You know, the TV star jumps over to film stuff, <laughs> and it, it doesn't it doesn't turn out. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really recommend it. I think it gets a three out of ten for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I haven't even considered where I should go with that. But um, yeah, I'm gonna start ranking movies now, and then you know where I stand. That one gets a three. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna give it a two out of nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking random. A, a two suicides out of suicide forest. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, it's a good idea. It's a, it's a terrifying thought. Like, can you imagine if there's a forest in Prescott where people just kill themselves? Like, I would not step foot anywhere near that fucking thing. You know, I, I might like that made the, this movie I, a little bit more enjoyable. I'm like, what if I choose? Like, that's pretty scary. Yeah. You know? What if, what if, <laughs> what if I, what if I was there, you know, um, I don't know. There's always been a part of me that's kind of wanted to just go to this forest, you know, um, I, <laughs> I'm not going to pull a, a Logan Paul and film myself, no you know, but, um, <laughs> it just I don't know it it seems like a cool forest like there's there's some sound dampening properties to this place and it just sounds serene and I don't know what originally started drawing people to like hey this is where I'm going to kill myself but it just seems like a uh, kind of neat place uh, Well do you think experience. it's the do you think it the story's real where they took uh elderly sick people when there wasn't enough food and kind of just let them die in the forest because uh, I, I don't think so, but <laughs> yeah, because that was something that the I don't know if she worked at a hotel, but wherever the basement of bodies were that they found, she oh, was yeah, explaining yeah. that. Yeah, she said that little bit, and I don't know if that's actually true, but I mean that I, would start to draw attention. Yeah, I, I have not heard anything as such um, about that in the real world, but who knows? Like, who who actually knows? What a fucked up uh, conversation. As, as I said, <laughs> um, I, I think that uh, Japan takes their um, elder care very seriously. So I, I'm inclined to doubt that, let's say. Yeah, I mean, that'd be pretty fucked up, though. Like, what'd you do to your grandma? Oh, you know, she was getting kind of sick. So um, <laughs> I dropped her off in this forest. He's like, holy shit, my grandpa's sick. Like, we sh- I sh- can you show me where it is? Like, it's such a <laughs> fucked up conversation if it's real. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it had to be word of mouth. There wasn't a sign that said drop your grandma's off here. <laughs> what if there was? <laughs> oh god. That'd be fucked up. Um, so uh as we kind of wrap this up, uh, I just want to point out that uh the director of this, Jason Zada, 
Um, he was a writer on the houses October built, which is another um, kind of, it was like a found footage horror movie. Um, okay. That was, it's not bad. I think it was like an anthology if I'm remembering correct, correctly. Uh, and also more recently he had a project dead zone, um, which is sounds King, just right? strange. No, it's, um, it's about paranormal activity at the Winchester house, uh, which <laughs> again, just diving into some sort of pseudo real world thing. Um, I, I don't know anything about that movie, but, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's fine. Right. It, it could, I don't know. Yeah. At least a three, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh so like what else is uh what else we got going on in the horror space? I think we've I think we've covered the forest. Um as they say, well that's that. Uh we got any news? <laughs> <laughs> not not too much. Apparently Eli Roth is developing a new horror franchise called Clown Apocalypse. If you haven't seen if it's just called Clown by Eli Roth. I would recommend that. That movie is pretty. That Wait, one took uh, fucking horror by the balls. <laughs> why? <laughs> when we were talking about this earlier. Why did I not correlate the two? Um, is he spinning that out into some sort of like killer clowns from space sort of thing? I mean, it's possible. Um, or does he just have a thing to- for clowns now? Yeah, I don't really know. I know that I heard him talk. He loves clowns from outer space. But this article says it's shaping up to be a multi-format project consisting of feature film, a video game, live event, a short film series, and more. That's a lot of clowns. That's going to turn out (laughs) poorly. If it's spread (laughs) out. If it's spread out. If this whole thing, if the clown apocalypse isn't, if the due date isn't by end of year next year, you know, it, I think it could be good if it's spread out and each little thing gets its own time and fucking energy. But if they're trying to cram all this and fucking make it as quick as possible, yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking bad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, fun story about Eli Roth. He produced that Baywatch movie with the rock and Zac Efron in it. No, really? <laughs> he did. Fuck that movie sucked. <laughs> He did. He did. Um, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Um, Eli Roth is probably the most on again, off again um, person in horror that I can possibly think of. Yeah, I'll give you that because I didn't like Green Inferno, but I loved Clown. So, yeah. uh, did you see Knock Knock? The- no, I wanted to because that's when fucking Keanu was getting really big with John Wick. Wasn't it? It was around that time, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, That might be Keanu's only horror movie. That movie's good. We should watch that at some point. Is it a horror movie? It's like a horror thriller. Okay, that's kind of what I thought. That's that's how I would describe more thriller, but um, is is pretty good. Uh, Also, an Eli Roth joint. (laughs) Probably the last. I think that's probably the last movie of his I watched that I liked. Um, I did I not see Clock in the Walls. Um, he keeps going back to Cabin Fever oh. for some reason, and I fucking hate that movie. He did do the House with the Clock in the Walls. Yeah, I haven't seen that. There's certain parts in that movie. I have kids, so of course I watched it. But there's sure. certain parts in that movie that you could just tell were Eli Roth, and I actually really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Was it like 
did it have horror elements to it or was it just like straight up fantasy no i mean it had like it had its scary moments it had weird creatures um it played on the ventriloquist dummy a little bit oh okay so yeah like that kind of stuff but i i thought it was it was just a solid movie honestly but yeah, there's certain parts in it where you could just tell we're all fucking him. And I was like, oh, shit, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's better than nothing, I suppose. Yeah. And then um, what else? Today, Scream 3 turns 20 years old. Scream 2 is my personal favorite, but that's a. God, so how old does that make Scream 2 then? Not Jesus. to not to take away from <laughs> Scream 3. I, You know, I love those movies, but um, I do. <laughs> uh, God, so Scream 2 is. 23 years old ish fuck really that movie came out in 97 yeah jesus that was three December years old. 97 it says <laughs> can we just talk about <laughs> how jamie kennedy needs to come back <laughs> yes yes please uh him, him and um uh matthew lillard like I did, yeah. I love Matthew yeah. Lord and that fucking the first one. It was so good. Yeah, just, they did yeah, just him in general, man. He was in uh, Thirteen Ghosts. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. He he was like the main guy that knew about the fucking house. He's good in horror movies. They should put him more. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, SLC Punk, the most horror of horror movies. Uh, that's <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. <laughs> oh, dude. Okay, so. Did you see this is completely unrelated? Sorry for going off on this tangent real quick. Did you see the sequel? No, oh, I knew you were gonna ask that fucking question. I <laughs> saw 23 minutes of it to the dot. Okay. And I had to turn it off. I fucking couldn't. I was waiting for fucking Bob. And yeah, I couldn't I couldn't wait for him anymore. It was bad. That is a scary movie. Um <laughs> we we did sort of um get a leaked glimpse of the newest saw, uh, saw movie that is coming out. Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got T- tell us more about that. On the internet, floating around at this moment is a video, essentially taken on a phone of some sort, of a screen showing the the sequel to the last Saw movie, which is now called Spiral, um, and the subtitle from the Book of Saw, which actually kind of recontextualizes what I thought that movie was going to be. In a very cool way. Um, it looks pretty cool. It looks like they're continuing what I feel to be the strongest suit of the Saw movies, and that's making all of them different in um, particular ways. And yeah, I don't want to say too much about it. Uh, we'll kind of <laughs> wait for a real trailer to come out. Um, this is written yeah. and produced by Chris Rock, and he also is in this movie. And Sam Jackson is in here as well. It's so and, it's super weird. Yeah, when I say things like that, you immediately <laughs> think, "Oh, this is going to be trash." Right? Yes. Because Instantly. Sam Jackson's last horror movie, Snakes on a Plane, was Ugh. trash. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true. I don't know that I would call that a horror movie. Uh, but Deep Blue Sea, however, that yes. Um also trash. It it looks it looks good. I I am pleasantly surprised by how it looks and if they you know, God willing, this does well. If they continue down this path of like pseudo anthology, not trying to shoehorn 
you know, the same guy into all of them um, because they kind of beat that extra, (laughs) extra, extra hard, though. I liked what they did with it, and I might be one of the only people uh, if they would just like stop that and like, okay, this is a spinoff here because, you know, somebody's idolizing him. We have a copycat killer. We have a cult thing, something like that. That would be really cool. Yeah, take it in a different direction because I stopped after three because one through three just shouted the same thing to me. So I just stopped. <laughs> and then I think it went on to seven or eight of them. Yeah, well, come back um, in the summer when we do the summer of Saw. A thing I'm just <laughs> oh, now coming no. up with where we're going to watch all the Saw movies and it's going to be great. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Maybe that's why it's called Spiral, though, because it's a spinoff. Oh. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think it honestly has to do with the spiral that is on um, Billy's face. And also Billy is the name of the doll in case no one is aware of that. Um, yeah, maybe it's uh, on how, how the doll got made. You, <laughs> you know what the funny part Annabelle of all this is? Yeah, well, that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think the funniest part of all of this is um, in 2010, we had saw the final chapter. And then we now have two more chapters after this <laughs> because we have a uh, jigsaw, which came out in 2017 and now we'll have uh, this thing. So God, dude, my kid's going to be fucking 17. He's like, you want to go see the new saw movie? I'm like, no dude, I've been fucking, I've grown up with an entire generation of fucking saw movies. I'm over it. Done. <laughs> I'm fucking it, so man. done with it. Let me tell you about the good old days when the first saw was a short film and it, took the world by storm yeah have you seen the first saw no oh wow no okay. no not not the first saw the one that came out in 2025 the the first saw oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just start from scratch <laughs> that's a shot at the purge right there starring shaquille o'neal and dr phil oh wait oh, no God. that's scary movie four <laughs> oh that movie is just so goddamn bad um <laughs> Uh, you know i don't know why i just started doing this but i have to see if there's a new paranormal activity happening uh what else we got there probably is um the only other news that i have apparently paul rubens wants to make a dark Wee herman film and i hope that would go in the horror route fucking Wee herman the return of large marge i'm down look <laughs> <laughs> Given given Paul Rubens' actual real life um, history, uh, the the whole porn theater incident and all of that stuff, <laughs> a a darker Pee Wee Herman akin to that Banana Splits movie they did just kind of creeps me out. <laughs> Well, I'll, I'm I'm gonna stick up for Paul Rubens, man. What else are you supposed to do in that theater? It's weird to just watch with a bunch of people in there. All right, you got to get in, get out. I'm just gonna is defend it, that. Is it weirder to watch with a bunch of people or to do the deed with a bunch of people? <laughs> you have a point, but you'll be out of there quicker because what's the point of staying once it's done? <laughs> <laughs> like fuck, I already paid the ticket. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Time for round two, I guess. <laughs> yes, I hate myself for saying that. Um, <laughs> I have I have breaking news. Oh, no. I have the most breaking news. Um, 
Paramount has announced that the seventh film in the Paranormal Activity franchise will be coming out the same day as that Nicolas Cage movie, March 19th, 2021. Oh, I thought, well, it said fucking The Crows Have Eyes 3, the Croning trailer drops. And I I thought maybe it could be from fucking, like they were doing a new um, Crow movie. Because that one's been redone a couple times, but that's not it. So, <laughs> what the fuck? Is the crows have eyes. And... Send you the fucking article, and I just found it on iHorror. I'm like page four deep in it. It doesn't look good. Oh, you know what this? You know what this is? This is okay. So it's just like a this is from that, that. Shit's Creek show. Yeah, or like it's oh, it's a thing that like fucking, exists in that yeah, world. Yeah, there's I believe. Fucking, there's no news. Like I'm fucking I'm super <laughs> bummed. I thought there was gonna be some good. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the quote: <laughs> "The crows have eyes, and you better not look <laughs> oh them God, in it." <laughs> awful. Uh, it's so bad. That's yeah. the kind of thing I think we would make. Uh, so I think we'll wrap it up. Uh, that's been our show on The Forest. Uh, thoroughly <laughs> yeah. disappointing movie as it was. Next week, next oh. week, I think we're going to stay in Asia. Um, I don't believe it is actually Japan, but um, we're going to watch a movie, very much a foreign movie that has been referred to by multiple people to me or in a space that I've seen <laughs> as a, the scariest that's movie. That's a pretty high time. bar, so, but okay. <laughs> it's a high bar and I don't I doubt we'll get there. Uh but you know what? We'll see. And you all will see when we do that as well. Uh thanks for listening. This has been That's Terrible. He's been Jeff and I've been Jordan. See you next time. God, I haven't heard of That's what we're doing. <laughs>